welcome to Mono Rants at the Movies, a podcast where we rant about films you may have seen at house parties. Would you like to know more? I'm one of your hosts in Jack of All Trades Mono, and psychically training ferrets to run up people's legs is my co-host and master of none, Kira. It's illegal to make squirrels fight in your pants. <laughs> I always think of that whenever it <laughs> happens in hey, this film. Hey, Lou! Aww. <laughs> yeah, no, we are doing Starship Troopers. Yes, a movie I actually did see at a house party. Yeah, I think I was the same. I would have seen it when I was like probably 13, maybe, when it came out on on VHS. It was like a birthday party, but it wasn't like a sleepover birthday party. It was like, you know, when you're like 11 or 12 and they. Well, this came out in 97. This is actually a third film in a row from 97. Good year. Uh, Well, I don't know, Spawn. It was like right on the cusp of like CGI and like people being well, able to do more on a smaller budget. I, that's a very good point. It's the same year as Spawn with its terrible, terrible CGI. Whereas and it's this has used quite in good this. CGI. Yeah, yeah, but this also uses a lot of um, live action puppetry because Phil Tippett. And I believe it has a larger budget than Spawn. Yes, but I remember this movie specifically for the, oh my God, the guy got shot in the head and you can see it and trying to pause it to see it. Oh, the whole thing that it was yeah. actually an actual a person, person got shot, shot in the head. head. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the gore in this is fucking brilliant. It's hilarious. It. But no, I think, yeah, I must have seen this at probably, yeah, like it would have come out on VHS, say the following year, 98. So yeah, yeah. I would have been 13 and I remember seeing it at about 13. Yeah. And I loved it. And I did yeah, not got, get it, yeah, being but like I at, loved it. Stay, being over to like somebody's house, real like being like, oh, go like get a movie. Yeah, and we got there. Troopers. Troopers and our parents were like, yeah, okay, you can watch this. Yeah, oh, they're just fighting big bugs. It's not going to be that bad. And then there's like tits and stuff. There's tits and there's gore and, and there's, there's bad language and it's <laughs> terrible. But apparently eight-year-old kids watch it, so... It was all right for us. Uh, the Irish rating system is very funny, though. Well, yeah, uh, most Irish parents would have been more upset at the boobs than the gore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was upset at neither as a 13-year-old <laughs> boy. I thought it was brilliant. Did not get any of the satire elements. No. Just, just loved all the violence. Explosions. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so fun, though. It, it is. It's just, like, still, uh, I, I'm always happy to watch this film. It is. It's a very, like, kind of entertaining yet you go away thinking about some of the concepts of it. Just um, being like, that was stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that. But then there's also a lot of, like, there's a lot of theories and stuff. Like, yeah. we'll get onto it later, but there's a lot of fan the theories. citizen and, like, versus hey. civilian, fascist, government. Oh, no, 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 sorry. The, the, not the the actual, like... Theory within it. Um, no, the the fan theories and stuff about Oh, Carmen, <laughs> Carmen destroyed Buenos Aires. Yeah, and various false flag things. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I didn't get anything of that from as a teenager, but now I've... I do I remember the it. cow being censored. The the whole censoring, what they censor and don't censor, <laughs> seems to make no and sense. The ads, but then it does. The ad breaks. That's do you want my, to know more? That's one of my favourite things about about this film still, is the, the propaganda ads are just fucking It was brilliant. really funny because I noticed on this watch around, I was like, that's what the VOD ads remind me of. Particularly when the soldiers are like helping oh, out and stuff. Oh, but the, giving the kids the massive guns? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the teacher stomping on all the bugs. She just looks manic. But it really, it was like, yeah, that's what the VOD ads are going for. Oh yeah, no, 100%. And, and yeah, it is absolutely very much a VOD ad and when we were watching it this time it was like that's what the VOD ads fucking Why reminded me of. Why are the Mormons of. always involved by the way? Look we'll get on to Mormons in space we should do a summary first. <laughs> Mormons in space I'm pretty sure that is a film. Um, no, you might be thinking of Jews in space. Oh okay. Mel Brooks's yeah. eventual film. 
But yeah, we'll do a summary and then we can talk about Mormons in space. Yeah. In a future fascist society that kind of maybe doesn't seem so bad, military service is the only thing that guarantees the vote. Which is fine unless, of course, war were declared. When war is declared, a group of teenagers rapidly get promoted to the front of a fight with alien bugs and ever-increasing military ranks. Yeah, it is basically a case of who's in charge, Nanny Mori or not. <laughs> but not because the person who's arrived supersedes them, but because the person who is there already gets killed and the person who's arrived they're, gets they're the canaries. job. <laughs> Apparently the mobile infantry is just canaries. It's the Brannigan. Wave after wave of men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Brannigan defence. <laughs> It's it's fucking brilliant. Like the, 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 the whole just the thing idea of the sky marshal stepping down and the new sky marshal with the amazing name uh, taking over, and then him. You find him later on in the outpost. He's and a he's, general now. Yeah, of the field, he's, yeah, the sky marshal. Yeah, he's been like and sent out to this like god forsaken planet. But no, just the the whole idea of the mobile infantry being the main line of attack. It's like, you've got fleets and fleets of ships. What are you going to do? Just leave them in space and use them to drop yeah. people on the planet. Just people. No, you, like, you can no vehicles. <laughs> like, because they nuke shit from space. Because they even say that. They're like, oh, they'll go in and glass it. And it's like... Oh, yeah, after on. they get you destroyed. You develop daisy cut fucking daisy cutters in Vietnam like you can do better than that yeah but I think that's I think that is more or less the whole point of it is like yes they are this incredibly advanced fascist society but they're so fucking stupid yeah (laughs) they're so stupid it's brilliant it's a little bit like the Russian strategy of you have the weapon and you have bullets and you have bullets you have bullets except they all have bullets yeah and they all have guns yeah to little effect but (laughs) (laughs) apparently they held a record or at least at the time for like number of rounds yeah number of rounds expended and I'd believe it yeah because everybody's firing at everything all the time yeah (laughs) even in like training they have live fire which is where that fucking guy gets shot in the head really sweet side note the guy who got shot in the head and the girl who shot him are married now and have a baby oh that's right yeah I was like oh, that's sweet how did you meet I shot him I shot him in the head yeah (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so onto the whole fascist, I mentioned the fascist society that doesn't kind of look so bad. It it kind of doesn't. It's very clearly a society focused on violence and might is right. But it seems to be a one world society. Yeah, it's like the global or the world federation. Yeah, and and there's all races and there's all nationalities. And the only civilians that we see are like, Living but, a pretty cushy life. But they're life. also living on Earth because you get the mention later on of your man who's like, I'm a farmer, I hate being a farmer. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they got you out on one of them farming planets. Yeah. So probably because it's Earth, oh, you know, no, I'm just like a little bit better off. It's kind of like, you know, in the expanse where everybody who lives on Earth is like... Yeah, I'm just like, don't, don't show me a future fascist society and then only show me happy, well-off people. Well, it's supposed to be... <laughs> it's poking fun at them. Like, they're all oh, yeah. beautiful. Like, they're all... The Aryan wet dream, especially little fucking Doogie Himmler running around. <laughs> that that Doogie Himmler thing cracked me up so much when I first read it. Like, because the rest of it's not as overt as the fucking, the military scientists literally look like the Gestapo. Yeah. no, it's it, Like, they, they, they the, rock up in them shiny fucking trench coats and you're like, the oh. logo of the Federation and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah, like, there is the, a lot of that kind of overture on it, but. But yeah, the, the trench coats are, are absolutely, yeah. Hey, look, SS, <laughs> the SS have arrived. <laughs> Also, did not spot Rue McClanahan. No, she's the... The, the biology teacher yeah. with the glasses who's like, the bug is interesting. Yeah, talking about the evolution of the bugs. Yeah. Um, it's. I kind of like that we get it 
the way it, it, it's laid out that you have them in school and stuff. Uh, aside from the fact that none of them look like fucking I was teenagers. like, there's some very odd looking teenagers. Um, yeah. Like, they, they, I, I like that we get the school stuff. It, it It's cheesy, definitely. A lot of the time. But, yeah. Um, well, especially because it's the ethics class. So it's like the failure the failure of democracy. It, well, that's the stuff that I like about it. It's yeah. the, the teen drama-ness of it that I don't like. The stuff with Dizzy <laughs> and then the, the, the... What is it? Flip ball? Jump ball. Jump ball. But the, the stuff in the classroom in the science lab, I really like. Because yeah. that's where you get the, the kind of well the earlier ideas of of the war because obviously the opening scene is set a year yeah a year later kind of and then you get some of the like join the mobile infantry or Mm. join the war effort only citizens you get i hint there of like only citizens can vote so you have to do like some certain military yeah it's like um what is it mandatory service type well not mandatory service but no they have they have a catchphrase that's like I can't remember something guarantees citizenship. Yeah. Enlisting guarantees Guarantee citizenship. citizenship. Yeah, yeah, you hear it there. But yeah, you see it in the classroom with the Razjack. The the oh it's brilliant, Michael Ironside. Yep. Um, and his fucking Crichton hand. <laughs> well he doesn't have the Crichton hand in the classroom. No yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah. I thought he's just No, he's got it. Oh, he right. lost a hand like back in the day. Well yeah, but I thought he's just missing the, the arm at the start in the classroom and then when you see him later on he's got the, the oh, right. Crichton hand. I wasn't really paying attention it's just Crichton hand. It, looks like <laughs> it hand. does look like a Crichton hand. Can you imagine Crichton in the middle of that battlefield? <laughs> at any point in this movie to Catch be honest up! with you. Uh, <laughs> no I like the classroom stuff I like the science lab stuff because it then lets you know oh, they've already come across the Yeah bugs they know the bugs are there I just um, like why Cause, and then you get to see the, the global defence as well destroying the asteroid and it's like the bugs are literally on the other side of the star system. They are literally on the other side of the galaxy. How are they getting an astronaut from there to here? And that was one of the things that I was always like, ha, stupid thing, movie doesn't know about science. But no, this is one of those fan theories that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, there's where a false the, flag by the government. Yeah, to it's, like, it's the government flinging asteroids at Earth so that they have an excuse to go and take the presumably resource-rich planets of the Arachnids. Yes. Why else would the Mormons go? <laughs> so back to Mormons in space. Why are the Mormons? Why is it always the Mormons in <laughs> the expanse? It's the Mormons, yep. and they end up crashing that big old ship into what the fucking asteroid. Uh, they no, do they hit they... it into Eros to get Eros to go off course and fly into the sun? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Fred Fred Johnson, yeah, steals it <laughs> and uh, like hijacks it and does yeah. that, and then they end up using it as a hub in that other world yeah. place. That the what portal opens. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, but, that's the Mormons in the expanse, and here the Mormons are off uh, ignoring. Yeah, they were told not to go into <clears throat> the occupied bug territories, and it's like turns out something else had colonized it before them. Arachnids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a weird one. Um, if we have it's any like, Mormon listeners, let us know. Yeah, I know that the whole thing is to go out and colonize and stuff like that, but like. Well, yeah, I suppose I, Mormons I understand do the whole mission. Um, yeah. yeah, the whole mission thing, but like it, that's that's more about like spreading the word and stuff, yeah. isn't it? Is the, this seems like it's certainly in the expanse? It's about like going out exploration. Well, no, it's it's the search for Zion. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, that's why oh, there's yeah, a whole yeah. lot of them have moved to Missouri. Mormonism is an apocalyptic religion. So they're waiting on end of days and second coming and a whole lot mm. of them think that the second coming is going to happen in Missouri and that's where Jesus is going to land on earth. So a whole lot of them, like the really hardcore doomsdayers of yeah. them all, have like packed up and sold all their shit and moved to Missouri. 
All oh, right, they're expecting it to happen pretty soon, are they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, it's this, and then they'll be taken on to Zion. Um, so there's, it's probably the hunt for Zion. All right, well, the Mormons here have already met their god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a slightly less dignified. Again, it's some of the beautiful gore. <laughs> so many dead, like. The That's where most of the gore is, is in already dead bodies. Yeah, they're just like panning over apart. like the, the aftermath of these battles and there's literally just limbs. The, when is it? Who gets dragged off? No, it's not sugar. It's... Shijumi gets like chopped apart. When Shijumi's getting ripped apart, you can just see like limbs the Yeah. <laughs> I would hate to have been on this in props because you've been like, have we gotten all the arms? <laughs> all the legs, all the other bits. We can't leave bits. So uh, much fake blood. What, oh, they would have been so sticky. And it was in, they filmed this in like Nevada or something like that. And like loads of people got heat stroke all the fucking time. The, oh, there was a, I had a list. Um, it was like 25 people Jake a day. Busey, Jake Busey got heat stroke. Yeah. Casper Van Dien su- suffered from a fractured rib when he fell off the, 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 oh, the giant big, tanker bug thing. That thing's so cool. Dina Meyer got a concussion. Yeah. I can't remember when. And is it Paul Muldoon, the guy who plays Xander? Yeah. Got a fat lip when Casper Van Dien actually punched him really hard. <laughs> so there was injuries of plenty on this set. No, but they were, they were like the extras and stuff like that because they filmed it out in the middle of the desert. Mm. They all, a lot of them got heat stroke. Uh, like, yeah, those costumes look heavy. No, apparently they ended up just cutting like loads of strategic air holes and stuff. Like they'd cut like the whole back side of the t-shirts so it was only the front bit that would be visible. Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah. and then you, that's why you get them hanging out, and they're just in like their little suspender things. Yeah, they like they're like those little ski suit pants or like dungarees. Yeah, yeah, comfortable. Don't yes. worry about a belt. <laughs> but yeah, the gore is just it, it's one of my favorite bits about the film, apart from <laughs> the ads. And the ads contain a lot of the gore as well. But I like the fact that your opening to it is. The battle on Clendathu, which yeah. I still think is a place in Wales. Um, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it does same kind of us. But, um, and you've got the news reporter doing his Ameri- best, like, all-American news reporter. Yeah, oh, it's not thing. his best bit, though. No, it's not. Not in the <laughs> His slightest. best bit comes later slash earlier. Yeah. But, yeah. Some say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is it? It's nobody's, oh. nobody's sure when the invasion of Clendathu will happen, but talk says tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> But he's like literally reporting from the field in the middle of the drop zone with this cameraman who had the, I missed the old VHS camcorders and yeah. the over the shoulder things. And there's just massacring happening all over him. And there's a general because he's retreat. Because repo- he's reporting, yeah, as the like, general retreat is happening. Yeah. And he, and then you get Casper Van Dien running up and being like, get it for your life. Which when you see that happening when, when, later yeah, on. When you, when you see that later on. <laughs> And you see Casper Van Dien running up to the camera from the other angle and like turning his head back really awkwardly to scream into the camera. It's just, it's so funny If you've ever had to walk a drunk person home and they get the lean. And they get distracted by something. And they're on the lean and they look behind them and you're trying to hold them up because they're on a 45 degree angle. He's doing that running. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fair fucks. It <laughs> it's brilliant. Also, that cameraman is just like... Fair play to that cameraman. He has no sense of self-presentation. No, He's just no, filming no, no, no. everything. Yeah. I'm here to film and I'm going to film, goddammit. I'm a war correspondent. He is dedicated to his craft. To the last. Yeah. Because he also gets ripped apart. He does get ripped apart. And then that's when... Casper Von Dien gets when, slightly Well, Johnny Rico, because he should stop, stop calling him Casper Von Dien. Yeah. Rico when Rico eaten. gets yeah well he doesn't get eaten he gets stabbed through the leg yeah. and he's the only one who gets saved 
Yeah, well, they all they have to do is knit his leg up and he gets I mean, to float in the I get, yeah, other people had worse, like, injuries, but... Well, in fairness, most people get, like, chopped in half. Yeah. But... Or turned into, like, a really fun smear. <laughs> in the case of the general. <laughs> He's brilliant. This guy, Marshall, who's the general that they find later on. In the outpost. Oh, they get in your mind. That's one of the best, well, one of my favourite scenes. He's up there the with precious fluids. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that that's one of my favourite scenes is the outpost like attack. Yeah. The, well the trap. We it's thought the trap. Was, we thought there was a brain bug on pig. No well no, just the, the scene itself of them all coming in and Yeah, and then he's like, Fall back and it's like, No, you're in the outpost. He says fall back fall back to the outpost. It's like you're already in, in the, the outpost. outpost. I actually just really like the fact that the outpost looks like something from Borderlands. It very much does look like a video game level type thing especially with the little side ramps with no railings but also they allowed like the Stargate fortifications just like you know the one where they're like it's the it's the the, the humans no it's not the humans it's Jaffa and they're training them and they're like SG-11 and everyone's like what the fuck oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's very it gives me um, well yeah no it just it looks like a, a, a military airpost that that would be made on the fly for you know short term like operations and I like it but speaking well. speaking of video games I have never wanted a Starship Troopers video game more than when I watched this film recently. I'm like, somebody needs to make... I mean, there might have already been one, but somebody but needs, just needs to, to make a new one. And, like, just kill giant bugs? Just, it would just... just but with, of No, but with the sensibilities it's of this obvious, film. Yeah. Like, you know, with that over Because the there top. are some bits, like, where the big bug, the big tanker bug comes out of the ground. I'm like, oh, Gears of War. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, there is moments like that where a lot of things took inspiration from it. The the tanker bug scene still looks great. The people it melts don't look No, but it's hard to do that. Yeah, and, and unless you're doing a claymation, which I always think looks the best, like, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah, yeah. Evil Dead. Well then you're actually melting things. Yeah, but it always claymation always like if you're gonna melt it, make their whole head out of wax and mm. then just put a blow gun on it, it always looks better. But the the tanker and all, all the, the, the kind of main soldier bugs. Yeah. They all still look great. Even They're what, fantastic. 27, I think you can still get like the toy of it because you could get a toy of the big, the main. Could you? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I want one. Yeah, I can go with the alien queen in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, I just, I, just, I want one. <laughs> but yeah, you no. got to stop getting bug toys because the replicator every now and again, I think, moves. Uh, no, we could get more bug toys. It's all. <laughs> But yeah, no, they they all still look really, really good. Like, I the the night scene. Why on does the brain bug look so afraid? Why is the brain bug the most emotive of all the bugs? Because even though it's a big like larva looking thing, like the way because it, it's the only one whose eyes it, you can actually see, and it kind of whimpers as well, like a puppy. But it's only got it's the only one who's got you, the only time you see the eyes of anything else is the eyes of the main soldier bug when Sugar's shooting the shit out of it and calls it. Uh, oh, hang on, he calls it a monkey sucking sack of maggot puke, <laughs> which is just great. <laughs> And then shoots it in the eye, and then yeah. shoots it about sixty more times. Yeah, and they're like, "It's okay." But other than that, yeah, the only the, the brain bug is the only one with eyes, so yeah. that's why. <laughs> kind of whimpers. I liked it, and it's big ratchet straps in the lab. No, I just I like when it takes out Xander. When you actually see it, it's oh, like, and oh, it look, sucks his whole face inside out. No, but when you haven't seen it before, and yeah. then this big fucking prong thing comes out the front of it you're like oh, oh no and then uh, straight into the skull no you're not going to suck my brain out yeah. here with a straw well, but I mean that wouldn't work would it what like eating the brain to get the, the, the knowledge because the knowledge is all in like the synapses and stuff isn't it I don't know it's just a whole 
And it's all the electrochemical yeah. aspect of it. And, and I assume if you suck it out through a straw, there's not much electrochemical stuff going on in there anymore. It's just meat. And prions, which can really fuck you up if you eat them. Yeah, you're not, you can, what, you can you're eat? not supposed to consume the brain of your own species. Other well, brains I mean, you are fine. Pr- well, hang, really hang on. We should probably state, you, you shouldn't consume the flesh of any kind of your own species. But no, you can. Still, you can, but it's the brain <laughs> Without, it, when you start running yeah. into problems. That's how we like, got mad cow yeah, disease. We, well, yeah, but we, we veered close to condoning cannibalism except for the brain It's not there. illegal in a lot of countries. What they do you for instead is either murder or um, desecration of a Trump, corpse. I'm trying no, to make it safe to be no, not pro-cannibal no, here. I, no, Stop I, putting no, forth pro-cannibal is, arguments. I'm not putting forth pro-cannibal arguments, but there was this... Hashtag not all cannibals. No, there was a dude in the States who had his leg amputated for some medical reason or whatever and he took his leg home and him and his friends cooked and ate part of it and they couldn't do anything about it because it was his leg it was removed he had requested it from the surgeon they cleared it with like the surgeon who was like because they were like we're, we want to eat it like we want to try something I'm not going to lie I'd probably eaten some. Yeah, like they were like, we, when are we ever going to get this opportunity? They were like, they, you know, it was whatever had happened. They, I don't know exactly why it had to be removed, but they were like, yeah, you can eat it. Just cook it thoroughly. But yeah, the, the but I have, original no, point being, yeah. um, you, you can't fuck you up. Yeah, you, you can't eat brains. It will have really, really bad. Mad cow disease. Yeah. Mad cow disease is what happened when we fed cows cow brains. But yeah, the brain bug probably doesn't have to worry too much about that. No, well, the general makes that point of, oh, they get in their he- your head and they make you do things, which I think the brain bug got, you, the guy who's on well, the says, radio. He says, yeah, he made well, you make the call. Yeah, he made him do that so he can manipulate shit as well. So he was probably like, you're no good to me, so I'm just going to uh, Oh, look, this, this is not the film that I'm going to properly like no. pick apart. Like we already said, they're on opposite sides of the galaxy to yeah. one another. They can't be hurling stones. Um, yeah, well, in fairness, the only thing they seem to hurl into space is poop. Yes, so... <laughs> If, the, if, the if those, yeah, those plasma things, if we're going that they're giant glow bugs, that's poop. Yeah, that's explosive They're, ju- they're just doing, you know, their neighbours a service by... Well, sorry, it's, it's bioluminescent it's poop, poop. Yeah, that, that gets shot through rocket ships. Yeah, it's not their fault. Um, if you're in the, spl- you know, it's in the splash zone. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a fair argument. I'm all on the side of the bugs here. I'm pretty sure the bugs were just like minding their own buggy business. Oh. And they have sweet, sweet resources. Yeah, no, the bugs have sweet, sweet resources. Yeah, they're the like the balls. Want. The balls? The balls. They bounce Oh, the bouncing balls. Our tail's dead of a ball like you. He bounced two meters in the air. Then he bounced three meters in the air. Ah, history's greatest monster. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Henry Kissinger. He's dead now. Thank fuck. Moving on. Uh, yeah, I'm 100% on the bug side on this. I just, I do kind of feel bad for the bugs. I don't feel bad for them, but I am on their I side. I do enjoy watching them just tear the absolute shit out of everything. Except for that cow. But it's okay, because the cow's not really there. <laughs> the cow is the only innocent victim on, the, on <laughs> no, our side. No, that poor on dog our side. in Buenos Aires. Oh, yes, that poor dog. He was like, dog. why do they focus on the dog? But and that then the guy who's like, the only good bug is a but, dead No, but bug. we've decided that the, the bugs didn't actually send the comet. That it no, was the that Earth was government. Carmen. Yeah. yeah, it was either Carmen or the Earth government. Now, yeah. I like I like the theory that it was Carmen on the ship. Because she reroutes the course and then hits that asteroid that knocks it off course and that's blown up Buenos Aires. But that, they barely touched that asteroid. So I just, I like the fact that they're like, oh, it's okay, we have a hell of a flight team. She rerouted the course without telling anybody. That's not my problem. Why is Xander her senior? He's only there like a like, month ahead of her. If that, the the whole thing is they graduate. 
and they sign up. And at the oh, the amazing in, in, like the inauguration game? thing. Where no, they... before, before that, before we get onto that, jump ball, jump ball. At at the jump ball thing, Xander says when asked if he's going to the party, he says he might. It's his last chance before he ships out. Yeah. To pilot training school or whatever. Yeah. So he's just about to start. They're like next day or whatever. They graduate. Yeah, and they sign go up. on the same flight. Because it's like the day after. He gets kicked out like the day after the dance or something like that. Or two days after the dance. Yeah, so they sign up like it must be Because he's within... like, no, you're going to Harvard. Because I was like, they have to be in like community college or something like that. Yeah, And he's like, no, you have to go to Harvard, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, and he, then they grind him. I'm like, oh, so he is 18. Yeah, they're teenagers, supposedly. But... <laughs> So yeah, Xander goes off at most a few weeks before Carmen. And then when And then he's Carmen, like, I heard all about this wild child yeah, coming up either, through. Now, okay, like, at least he's only the assistant instructor. But yeah, he's like, I'm your training instructor. Yeah. Fucking why? <laughs> you just got there as well, buddy. Also, who let her continue to fly after her reversing out of that fucking dock? I get being cocky, but like... Also, space. On. You can tilt up and over. <laughs> yeah, she's Let's doing her a reversing... Let's peace. <laughs> her reversing motion the whole way out. Yeah. It's it, yeah, three dimensions. But three dimensions. Um, for me, it's more like, don't, don't be so fucking cocky on your first day flying an actual giant goddamn spaceship yeah like um, I do like the lunar base with the ring around it I kind of like all of it the spaceships look a little bit clunky but I still like all the, the spaceship stuff, stuff. Yeah, no, particularly like, when the ship gets ripped in half and you can see all the oh, sections oh you can see the people getting and sucked you can see people getting in the flames yeah. the dude with the slinky Oh, the dude with the slinky yeah there's a guy with a slinky in the background there he's um, in the mess hall I think but you yeah, know I like uh, it. you can tell it's models like, I don't care but I it love still models. looks cool I it's, love models yeah and there's ways to make it work even yeah. when you know it's models and this is how it, it like, like I, I grew it up great. I grew up on Thunderbirds because my dad's a huge fan he grew he watched that a lot so when they were replaying it I mm. used to watch the shit out of Thunderbirds and Stingray yeah so like models, you can't see the strings I, I don't care I love <laughs> there's models there's no strings in this yeah <laughs> No, it does. The models look great. And as I say, particularly when the ships are getting like ripped in half. When they have, when they all dock back after the battle on Clendathu. Oh, they're all wrecked. They're all in bits. And you were like, look, some of them didn't even land. They're just lying on it. (laughs) Yes, they didn't dock. They're just like, uh, they just crashed. (laughs) This'll do. But yeah, they're all wrecked. And then the station's all pristine. Hmm. No, I love all the space stuff. The ring around the moon, I really, really enjoyed that. That I was like, that makes so much sense as a construction thing or whatever, or docking zone. And I, 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 I think Rico's right when he says that mobile, mobile infantry does the dying and fleet just does the flying because that's all they really do. Yeah, they just fly around and then they're here like, here's your little dropship thing. Yeah, they... which don't have weaponry. Yeah, none of the dropships do. Yeah, we we see the only things we see flying are the ones that do the. The bombing run. Yeah, which are super low. I don't understand We don't why. see any of the like spaceships do any firing whatsoever. No, they all seem to just do a lot of exploding. Yeah, they fly around and explode. Why are they all in a cluster when they're doing the drop? That just seems like bad formation. You'd think they'd want to spread out. Cause they're why, literally... are them, why are none of them worried about the bioluminescent Yeah, poop? they're like, oh, they're like, it's okay. It'll be minimal. It'll and then it goes bad. right through one and they're like, somebody made the, a goddamn mistake. The phrase she uses is... Uh, 30%? Intel- no, Intelligence you know, told us about this. It'll be random and light. So random, and I understand. Light. But when she says light, is she saying that it's just like, it's just... Sparklers? Is it Jubilee or is it? You know, it's just it's just part of the the visible wave spectrum. It's just light. Or is she saying, you know, it won't be heavy, there won't be a lot of it. 
because she seems surprised when it then rips through a ship. So yeah. I'm like, does she mean light as in, yeah, it's just and light. And they're all just really fucking stupid. Uh, well, yeah, they are absolutely all really stupid. Yeah, because in but... fairness, the ground infantry get a fucking tattoo that says death from above. I know. <laughs> That's what... And like, I know no, they're, they're going in on dropships. No, but, but death like... from below is far more fitting. Well, death from directly across also, you, from you. Also, have you noticed how, how they look like the tattoo that Bart gets in The Simpsons? Yes. It really does. <laughs> Yeah, the the, the tattoos. Yeah, no, they're all brilliantly stupid. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I also Zim. Yeah, we're Zim! just about to say we haven't talked about the boot camp side of it I yet, love and I really do the enjoy the boot camp. Normally, in war films, I don't like the boot camp side of it. Well, you don't really like war films. No, I don't. But this, like, uh, I, 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 I feel this follows the traditional path of yeah. a war film. This of, is a more yeah. Here's your recruits. Here's them in boot camp. Here's, here's them experiencing here's the horrors trauma. of war, and then here's them like coming Side to realizations note, just or whatever. On the boot camp. I like the fact that they were all realistic looking people because if this movie was made now, they'd all have like the Avengers body. I like when he tells Bronski to keep keep pace. <gasps> oh, and he starts chasing him. <laughs> he just, he's like, he, he doesn't miss a beat. Oh, that actor, so he's just straight in, oh. whips out the and starts and <laughs> literally chases him. It's like that's not keep pace. You are chasing him now. That's fucking And then brilliant. he gets to whip Rika later on. And yes. you can just feel the satisfaction in that. Uh, it's the the boot camp is so much fun, but I think one of my favourite bits is when Ace, the always excellent Jake Busey. Oh, it's like so good. Why, why do we need to be good with knives in a yeah. nuke war, sir? You have disabled his hand. <laughs> yeah. And if we can't push a button if you've disabled his hand. And Zim gets the bug in the end. Um, he does. He busted himself down to private. Or when, when he's he asks a career him, sergeant. Yeah, no, I like when when he asks if he thinks any of the recruits can take him out and he breaks your man's arm and he's lying on the ground screaming and Zim's like, what's the problem? And your man goes, it's my arm, sir. I think Zim it's knows. Broken, sir. Zim knows it's your arm, you fucking idiot. <laughs> That's Breckenridge. They just, oh, I, I love the I also heads. really liked his cast that you see later on where it's like the goo on in the cast. Yeah, well, you and you were pointing out I had missed it after Dizzy and Zim fight. She's got the big bruise on her neck yeah, as he chokes in. her out with his knee. Yeah, but no, all the boot camp stuff is great as Except well. for, what was it, zero three six? do a flip do in a the three, six flip play. Yeah, <laughs> that, the whole thing, it's like, yeah, it's a nice callback to the fact that they used to, to be on a sports but, team together, but it does not help. Like, he, he runs up behind them. Yeah, and then does and a flip. Flips over them. And then shoots them all. It's like, he, A, he could just shot them from behind. But the important thing there, to me, seemed to be the element of surprise was the advantage. Not his ability to flip. <laughs> but, and it was also like, uh, nobody else knows what you're doing, which is bad communication. Well, it, it seemed to rely on only the two of them. Yeah. And also, he's like, cover me. And then immediately stops running to shoot at some people. Yeah, that's, like, that's not how cover works. Yeah, they lay down. They lay down the fire so fire you can while run. you run, yeah. Moron. Um, it, also, uh, it just made me want to play Quasar real bad because and, it's oh, less yeah. painful than you don't have to take like two days off. I play that kind of Quasar where you got a little shock off it as well. Little, it, that, that looks fun. A little, yeah. Fucking BDSM Get shot in the head, Quasar. Not so much. No. BDSM Quasar. <laughs> in fairness, like you could just get one of those, you know, the dog, the shock collars. Oh, I used to not- do that to like kids in the neighborhood because somebody up the road had one of those invisible fences for the dog, so we used to just put the collar on kids and like throw them across it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not jerry rigging a homemade like quasar shock. Uh, in fairness, thing. there's a horse fence out the back. You can just go and play with that. <laughs> I just I don't want to get shocked. I haven't played quasar in years. I got really badly lost in one in Plymouth. 
Um, they had to switch on all the lights and send in like a team to find me. You are just fucking Little Miss Tangent today, aren't yes. you? No, back to Zim and his awesomeness. Zim! He did conquer something. He finally invaded something successfully. I know it's the wrong well, Zim, but I don't care. Uh, the whole, and the whole demoting himself to Sergeant thing. Private. Or for, sorry, to Private from Sergeant. That To go and fight. Roger Young, sorry. The ship, the Roger the Young, Roger. is based, is named for a real guy who did what Zim did. He was, he was a sergeant and he was, he went deaf from just constant gunfire and explosions and didn't feel fit to lead his men into battle. So demoted himself to private because he didn't want his decisions or his inability to, to properly make decisions to, to hurt his men. So he demoted yeah. himself to private and continued to fight. But it's not just in Zim. There's a couple of other actions of other people in the film that are related to Roger Young because he died in battle as well. But yeah, just, there's a whole load of like not stupid references in this. Like there's a whole lot of different philosophers on the wall in the school that are to do with like schools of thought about totalitarianism and stuff yeah. like that. So there's loads of little bits dotted <laughs> throughout it. But the Roger Young thing I just thought was cool. Yeah, well, Dutch director. Oh, Paul Verhoeven's fucking yeah. great, like. Um, he grew up in post-war. Mm. So. And this is his favourite film of his own. I love this film. I just think this film's hilarious. Apparently, um, that was one of the things was Michael Ironside had read the book as a kid. Yeah. And went up to him and was like, you know. Why are you making a you, fat, pro-fascist film? You've, like, like, you've read the book or you've not read the book. Like, you know that they're not supposed to be like the good guys and you're making them all these beautiful, like, strong people. And he's like, oh yeah, like that's... That's the point. Like, yeah. they, they're all beautiful. They're super intelligent, or like not super intelligent, super advanced, and like have all this military firepower. And all they can do with it is fight fucking bugs and, and lose. It's the emu wars. <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking emu wars. There's a bit I think in Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, you know, with the two aliens, and he's all like really beefy. The two ba- oh, like they're robbing the, the bank, and there's the yeah. two other aliens, and he's like incredibly beefy. Like they're they're that like stereotypical itty bitty waist huge carrot body yeah. and she's like massive tits and a huge arse and then that little bit of armour on her head yeah, on her forehead. and one of them flicks it and she snaps in half I think that's one of the meanwhiles from Squee but yeah. yeah like that's what he's doing this is just entirely like look at how fucking stupid you oh, are oh yeah and, and it's what we were talking about in I think in Blazing Saddles of like you can't you can't take on these people in the same kind of way you have to just make fun of them and point out how ridiculous yeah. they are and, and that's, if they that's don't what this does. get it well, you don't want them to get it. No. You want everybody else to get it so that people don't support them. <laughs> and, and that's that's kind of why Rico's journey is so funny in this film because it's kind of like the reverse of your typical war film protagonist. He's like, well, I'm he joining He starts up. off all unsure of how good the military is and maybe it's not so good and then goes to war and becomes all pro-military after experiencing the horrors yeah. of war as opposed to your average war protagonist who goes... The other way is, you know, recruited and thinks war is great and then experiences the horrors of war and is all anti-war afterwards. Yeah. Rico goes the other way. And I just Damn enjoy it. goddess, Johnny. <laughs> that cracks me up every time. Oh. Goddamn bugs whack this, Johnny. <laughs> war were declared. It's very close to war were declared. One of the guys does scream that when... Rico's trying to leave. Yeah, when he's doing the walk of shame. Everybody's running after past. Getting because... His flogging. But everybody's running past because news has just broken of Argentina getting hit with the meteor. And Rico says, what's going on? Like and he was on a video call with his parents and they're like, why is it getting dark outside? Oh yeah, aside from the fact that dad has no idea apparently what rain is. Oh, it's just rain. The sky goes black and he goes, must be rain. 
Well, no, like it's Buenos Aires, and I remember when we were in the Caribbean, and that rain, that big storm came in, and it did get like it did. It did not become become nighttime. No, but it did get really, really dark, and like you could have been like shit. It's yeah. Well, I suppose we that we don't know. Bad thunderstorm. We don't know what effects global warming has had in that future. Yeah, well, if they lived in Buenos Aires. But yeah, no. I also like the fact that everyone was like, "Why would a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy be in Buenos Aires, Argentina?" Argentina. German descent. Anyway, but yeah, no. So he's he's asked somebody what's happening just after Buenos Aires has been bombed or a meteor strike, and they're all running to, to get the news. And somebody says, "We're going We're to war." war. Yeah. I like, I mean, that's probably a safe assumption to make, but that's not the announcement that just happened that has everybody running. No, what has everybody running is that you know a whole lot of people have died in Buenos Aires. But yeah, I, I know I just mentioned Rico, but I, I do enjoy pretty much all of the. All of, no, all of the mobile infantry squad. Yeah. Carmen's kind of annoying. Car- yeah, but Carmen's, I think, supposed to be kind of annoying. Really, uh, uh, Amy Smart, underutilised. Yes, yeah. I was I like, keep hey, forgetting Amy it. Smart. Oh, yeah. that's it. Like, no. It's well, she, Amy Smart, she, she's well, great. No, even she like, gets promoted at the end. Not as quickly as the rest of them, but no. she's promoted to... Carmen, like, is failing upwards. Not as fast as Rico. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, Rico, with Rico, everybody's just dying around him. He has the unlucky fucking... He's surviving shit. That's yeah. how he's getting there. Is he's made it through? Yeah, I'm the only one left now. I'm in charge. Well, no. In fairness, he wouldn't have made it the rest of the way if Raznik's crew hadn't like dragged his ass out of there. Well, yeah, they're like, look, you were killed in action. That well, that's the implication of of who got him out of yeah, there. Who do you think saved who do you? Think him? Saved you. Yeah, and then him, Ace, and Dizzy are all sent over to the Roughnecks because they're well, they're the only ones who survived from their platoon. I think. Yeah, I think anybody who like survived Clendath who got all drafted into one platoon but yeah no of the of the three kids at the start Carl's fine but he's only really, really in at the start much at the Carl, yeah. no he's he's kind of underused I like Carl though we like Neil Patrick Harris yeah but yeah Carmen you don't really care about but then yeah when we get Dizzy well Dizzy's there at the school at the start as well yeah. but Dizzy's um, like gagging for it it's been yeah. like Candane on the desperate love yeah but when Dizzy's in boot camp Dizzy's way more fun I like Ace the is fact great that when, as well. or when you see her in boot camp and she's like transferred in and she's like I heard they were the best and he's mm. like prove it like what makes you think you you can join us and she's like fine I'm gonna fist fight you yeah and she just goes for it but when she's accused of having only gone there because of Johnny being yeah. there it's like no I think she's there because she wants to yeah, actually well, be there yeah well in fairness you only joined up because Carmen was showing interest in another fly boy oh yeah he only yeah he joined up for the girl don't yeah. don't assume that she joined up for the because you don't get any backstory from Dizzy you assume Carmen's kind of wealthy uh, they all seem to be fairly wealthy of well, you citizens. See, you see the inside of Carl's house and you see the inside of Johnny's house and they both look like pretty fancy houses. Yeah. Beyond that, you don't see any other civilian homes. But yeah, we'll assume if they were all going to the same school, they're all of a similar level. And then Ace does refer to them as, as refer being, to him as being a yeah. rich boy later but on. But it's like, it, it does say like Buenos Aires educational centre. So I think they're like, everyone gets the same education to a certain level because... As shitty as Hitler was, the, a lot of the social structure that was enacted. Oh, what about the good things Hitler did? Are we going there today as well? <laughs> Stop. No, but like at universal education, like it's things that we even have in this country. No, yeah, like, yeah. And also like... There are ideas within it like that are 
proven. So everyone gets the same education, whatever about yeah, civilian and, and citizen status. Well, it's, it's also, that's where you give all the kids your propaganda. Is yeah, yeah, in yeah. School. yeah. So it's just like, if, here you go. If all the kids go to school, all the kids yeah. can get the propaganda. So, yeah. And then you can't say it wasn't fair for everybody. He's like, oh, they got a better opportunity for me because X, Y, and Z. No, everyone got the same opportunity. It's just how you utilize it. Yeah, but even still, even in those societies, there's going to be if fancy skills. Say, and you're not yeah. going to have the poor kids. Or you're going to have something skills. like the, the, you know, you get the guy in boot camp later on he says he wants to go to college he wants he got into Harvard but they can't afford it so yeah. if he goes there whereas Rico's dad was just straight up going to pay for him to go to Harvard well and and they were going to bribe him into going to Harvard by sending him off to Zegama Beach on the Outer Ring but so it ain't def- there no more <laughs> yeah but they're definitely not short of a bit of no cash. so they're like his yeah they're wealthy so even though they're like oh yeah nobody can complain there is still disparity within it but but Harvard does end up costing Tajumi an arm and a leg and another arm and another leg and, and, a, and a torso <laughs> and yeah. a torso because yeah he's the one who gets ripped apart you bits of him going everywhere it's hilarious but yeah no of just, the kind of, it just looks so comical because you're like there's an arm yeah no of, of the main characters I think you get just enough from all of them you, like you, you don't need a lot for them for the film that it is no but you I get like just the scene in the shower them. scene where they are talking about their motivations for being there well I also like the shower scene for it being that co-ed shower thing well no but just the whole co-ed shower thing and it being not a big deal it, well yeah it's one of those the smaller bits of it being like the future society that's yeah this utilitarian thing of everybody's kind of the same because we want you all to be the same but and and not just because boobs as a teenager I was like boobs (laughs) but yeah like you have a female captain of a ship you have like they don't even in the jump ball Dizzy's the captain yeah like there's no gender discrimination as it were yeah and there was a bit in the trivia that I'm not sure if it was filmed as a deleted scene or if it was just in the script but there was supposed to be a bit where Carmen is more than happy to sleep with Johnny later on but she doesn't want to kiss him in public because public displays of emotion are not great but like they have a fist fight in the middle of the fucking no like like public displays of affection and uh, like affectionate emotion are, are kind of frowned upon so like sexual reproduction is fine but, yeah. but like romantic emotions aren't supposed to be shown they cut it for whatever reason but you, that kind of comes across then in this co-ed share scene because nobody's being horny or anything about no. it no but also, like, that's just the way it is. Get over mm. it. It's a human body. We all have one. All the bits are mostly the same. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? But no, then Razchak and Zim as your main kind of figures of authority, first in boot camp <laughs> and then Razchak in the war, are great as well. Like, we always like Katzi and we always like Michael Ironside yeah. as well. But the, the two of them are just so much fun as hard asses but in very different I, ways I for a very long time thought that the drill instructor in Malcolm in the Middle was Michael Ironside no that's uh, fuck I can't remember his I can't remember the actor's name but that's okay because whenever Planty talks about the actor he never remembers that he was in Malcolm in the Middle because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like oh it's the same person whatever Commandant Spangler yeah no no but Spangler's great but I was like, oh, look, it's Spangler, the early years, or the later years. This is what happened after Reese left, because he was so devastated by... No, Francis. No, it's... Oh, it is Francis. Is it Francis? No, it's Reese who joins the military and becomes a perfect soldier. Yes, but it's Francis who's at the military camp for kids that's run by Commandant Spangler. Oh, is that one run by Commandant Spangler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Otto. No more tensions. (laughs) But, no, I really like Razjak throughout it particularly one of the things I actually do really like about with the way like, he just no nonsense shoots the guy who's taken by the flying bug no the way he I really like that I was like you're a good man he's 
he's almost the least fascist one in it in some ways. Oh, what the freedom to choose is the only freedom any yeah. of us really have. Yeah, I particularly like that line that he's like he, he doesn't tell the kid to he doesn't tell the kid to go to war, which you're expecting of him. But even in the classroom, where like okay, yes, he's very pro violence, but he doesn't seem to want like he's not just trying to whip the kids into up into like no a he's actually trying fever. to make them think for themselves yeah he wants them to reason think, shit out and yeah like if they if they understand this and come to the same conclusions then yeah they've reached the right conclusions but he's not just he's not just trying to fill them with propaganda no and then even as the commander you're expecting him to be the the big hard ass because that's what A says I hear your lieutenants are real well, hard ass like everyone fights but he expects the same of everybody. Yeah. And he expects nothing more of his soldiers than he himself gives. And He's a good sergeant. Yeah. And then he gives, then he does actually give Rico some advice, which is... Never turn down a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go get your end away. Okay. Yeah. Go get your end away. And granted, he... He, he does he, give him an extra 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> let's delay this very important mission so one of my men can get his rocks off. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's like uh, you. You kind of don't expect it from. Him. I think that's what I mean by he's the least kind of fascist of them. Also, in. Dizzy's funny little run just before she gets impaled, where she's doing her Baywatch moment. <laughs> yeah, and then turns around. I, I, <laughs> like you know you're in mortal danger, and somebody is screaming your it's name like in a watch out kind tower. of way. It's like, oh, bye, got Tower guys. Yeah, why are they still there? Like, yeah. I understand Xander's annoyance. He's like, Tower, come on. Yeah, yeah, I'm with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tower deserved to die. <laughs> Still, the, the general in the outpost, I think, is more... Uh, he, no, yeah, he's very much the precious <laughs> fluids. He's over the top. We're all going to die. <laughs> and they're like, you stay there. It's like, somebody just punch him out. But then, you know, he meets a fitting end. He does meet a fitting end. But, I, yeah, I, we could I could talk about this for so long. It's such a fun film. But we're approaching the hour mark, so... No, we'll, we'll and it's well worth a revisit to pick up on the satirical elements of it. Well, as I said, as a teenager, all they all flew over my head. And, yeah, it all, but, like, especially when you see how you could very much parallel it with what's going on mm. around the world now with, you know, social media and this, that, and the other, and the... Yeah, the, as the, I said, the, 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 all, the, all the propaganda video cut-ins are some of my favourite things yeah. about it. They really are. Other highlights for me would be, yeah, the gore and uh, just the right amount of over-the-topness that this film has. Jake Busey threateningly serenading you with a violin is the only way I can describe it when Threat, yeah he is threateningly serenading the two of them with his evil violin stare why also it's like here's all your beer boys have a good night off by the way we sent an electric green violin for the one dude who can play violin you learned to play violin for the role but just like yeah hope somebody there knows how to play violin because they've only just joined yeah. And he's the only one who goes for the violin. So if he, if they hadn't just joined, we'd be like, oh, great. We have no music tonight, guys. Yeah. No. And instead he's going to go around and like. Threateningly serenade people. Yeah. In a weird, <laughs> creepy, I look in your windows at night and have a special relationship with the bush. Uh, Jake Busey's great. Yeah. He he's great in, in everything that I've seen him in, but I, I love him as Ace. I really do. But when they're doing the recap of everybody later on, he's still a private <laughs> and he wants to go career. <laughs> they're like private ace and it's like and then the, you know the Rico's Roughnecks commander and uh, the, I, Captain Ibanez I, I don't like the whole I'm fine with Rico getting put in charge of the Roughnecks but him stealing all of Razchak's lines yeah. is a bit much like at the he sells it at the end of the film when he gets to uh, on the, the propaganda ad where he's like come on you apes you want to live forever but when he's giving it the 
talking to all his little teenage boys who have just recruited straight out of, uh, fresh out of boot camp. You feeling like an old man? They're literally six months younger than you. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, aside from, well, six, supposed to be six months younger than him. Yeah. But yeah, when he's giving it the whole, everybody fights, nobody yeah. quits. It's like, oh, you just stole that and it doesn't sound convincing at all, Rico. That's not cool. <laughs> I can't think of something. He's doing the fucking Braveheart speech again. <laughs> but the I don't, one he knows. I don't think there's anything that I don't like that's not just stupid silly shit like the wide shot where it pulls out of the dance and you can see that guy off in the left hand side of the screen oh, it's a really awkward white guy dancing oh he is he's your uncle pointing at things yeah it's just silly things that you're like well, why is Xander senior to Carmen it yeah. doesn't make any sense but I, I don't care why are there why do they have open liquids on a next to like control panels What? why does the oath that you swear to the federation say I will sign up for no less than three two, years two or years. as much whatever but as or as much as the federation may need but at the same time you, you can, can apparently quit. quit whenever you want yeah or at least in boot camp you can quit whenever you want but yeah it's stupid silly stuff like that there's nothing that i actually dislike about this film i have so many questions about the world but it's because the whole world is just ridiculous it's like why are you doing this i'd, I'd love to see more and i think i i'm, I'm gonna actually- go watch the second one because it looked it looks well, the hilarious. second one, as we discovered, the second one was directed by Phil Tippett. Yeah, I And know. written by the guy who wrote this one. And the third one was written by and directed by the guy who wrote the first yeah. two. So, and it's us. We'll, we'll watch it. And this car- the cartoon series were fairly well Well, the received. cartoon series came first. Well, sorry, after this. It was, there was the movie and then the cartoon series was in like 1999. And then the second film didn't come till like 2004 or something. Because yeah. there was that horrible bit of trivia that said that this film is the only Starship Troopers film to be released in the second millennium. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Ew. You could have just said 20th century. It's all right. <laughs> That's what they were referring to as late 1900s. Go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. But see there's, that? Yeah, yeah, there's so much to love about this film and so very little to I, dislike. Honestly, I a huge bit for me is the fact that it's all like really nice and bright. There's only like one nighttime fight. But the bugs are like really fun and bright and like kind of ridiculous looking oh yeah yeah they're, they're alien not, but like and they're, they're like actual a proper alien head they're like yeah they're not just they're not just slaps of extra legs on it and we'll throw it in, well, in yeah a, like avatar Pandora, where yeah. we gave everything six legs yeah these give it six ones. legs and extra horns how do these things work they're like those spiders that i really don't like that the ones with the really long legs and the little teeny teeny tiny body and i don't understand how which the arachnids in this yeah i i think they're kind of like wettas I just, cool I just think they're, they're awesome looking they're and everything about well. them looks pointy oh, as yeah. well like Every everything's a weapon yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where the mouth is because it all looks like teeth and legs and yeah cross. there's a big bit that's like nah, 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 nah. Yeah. and then there's just legs but I also love the way they like just kind of swarm everything oh yeah <laughs> I, I, but, but they no, also honestly, kind of have like you know when the ground collapses and she falls into the tunnel because one looks around and goes huh <laughs> like it actually makes that kind of confused dog with the head tilts they, yeah they manage to be quite emotive like I really I'm a big fan of the bugs in this I, I actually think they're kind of adorable I'm a big fan of every. I, I honestly think because I watched this film at the age that I did I honestly think this film has a lot to answer for in terms you of were my like taste in movies you were like prime for this because you were like oh, 13 yeah. year old boy I, I, no but I honestly think it, it, it I, I love so many films that are like this that don't take themselves too seriously that take the time because the the world in this is fairly well crafted as well yeah. um, in terms of of you you get just enough to know that it is a proper fascist society <laughs> like, 
<laughs> the corporal punishment alone. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, uh, there's so much to like about it, as I said, but I think what I like about it then bleed into a lot of things that I like in films going forward throughout <laughs> my teenage years. And yourself? I love the bugs. I love the, me bugs. the bugs. Yeah. I really do. There's just something about the bugs that gets me. Because they're just like, fuck you, motherfucker. Well, there's... Particularly, again, it's always the outpost where there's just all oh, of the them out, yeah, the around the fantastic. outside and they're just climbing up on it and they're just pi- climbing these piles of dead bugs well, I think, to get I up think there. Part of the reason, but you, they, I always think they underutilise the flying bugs. Oh, they do, yeah. But I think part of the reason that the outpost scene is so good is because there's actually a... In the other battles, it's they're just running around firing at bugs everywhere and yeah. there's not a kind of focal it point to the battles. Whereas in this, um, they're actually trying to protect themselves from an invading force, and and there's a there is a focal point to the battle. Whereas they're not just running around firing at whatever insects appear. Yeah, it's like the arachnoid battle that Zap Brannigan wins. But again, well, no, but again, you know when they like they're showing the footage of that, and they're literally just steamrolling across the planet. But well, no, but even with that, it's like the only kind of coherent battle that takes place is the one. That's the strategy of the insects. Yeah. Because that's the trap the insects lay. Also, <laughs> the three that come out of the tunnel. You know when they nuke the tunnel? Yeah. The three that are outside. The three <laughs> kind of looking back out. down the tunnel going like, what? Uh, maybe we should... Oh, oh. fuck. <laughs> I love the bugs. I don't know why I love the bugs, but I love the Eye of Sauron that seems to be like shitting itself and trying to get off the tower when it's collapsing. Um, being able to give something that has no visible like you love it when things are anthropomorphized yes I do but done really when they're done like that where you can it's done well without giving them like eyebrows and shit yeah yeah no because as we said they don't they don't have they don't look human they don't have faces I don't even know what way they're facing most of the time (laughs) yeah so yeah because it looks like the head just kind of does a full 180 the other oh my god that's terrible the head just goes (laughs) but to give to give something like that that doesn't have any sort of obvious face a sense of personality personality, yeah yeah. it's very well done it is no there is there's just there's just tons and tons to like about this movie but if you shoot off a limb, it's still 85% effective. Combat effective. Go but for it, the nerve center. And just, nobody does. He unloads loads of whole fucking... Have you seen the nerve center? It's that little bit in the middle where it all joins. And he still unloads a whole clip into it. And it's still twitching around in I the know. background. Oh. I mean, uh, there's there's tons of trivia that we didn't even touch on. because. Oh, no. The, if you could get your hands on this with the deleted scenes and the uncensored scenes, they're fucking brilliant. Oh, God, yeah. Because the one with the cow where it's just the dude with the hose. Oh yeah, beneath the censored bar is just... Uh, a dude with a big a hose spraying blood. blood. And then they let the arachnid in afterwards. It's like release the panthers and it's two cats. Oh, Team America. <laughs> that was one of my favourite bits of Team America. The two cats and they just the stuffed him with cat food and they rip it up. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the last tangent. It's time to wrap up. That was the fucking always awesome Starship Troopers uh, I, I assume most people who listen have seen it go and watch it again if you haven't watched it in a while. and if you ha- yeah if you haven't watched it's it in a while it's fucking brilliant it's still great we are off to watch the next and Starship it holds Troopers. up really oh this really holds up well. really well I don't know how the other films will go but this holds up really really well as far as I'm concerned yeah CGI looks great it's it's not fire is hard to cheesy. do so I'll always give him a pass on that two things that'll never look good is fire and water it's just because of scale even now still scale fire and stuff like that fire is very hard yeah. to replicate um, um, yeah no other, yeah, it still holds up really really well 
still incredibly entertaining and well <laughs> worth a watch and, and comes highly recommended. As I say, we're off to watch some more Starship Troopers if we can find it and we'll be back next week with our usual undecided film as ever guys thanks for joining us and in the meantime if you'd like you can head back and listen to some of our previous episodes or you can head over and check out our other podcast Mono Rants the Boys or you can come and chat with us on Twitter at Rants Mono on Instagram at Mono Rants underscore the underscore boys or you can send your own rants to Mono Rants Podcast at gmail.com and we'll be back next week bye bye Slan Slan Slan